0: entrepreneur on fire 924
1: you reap what you soak be a sponge inspiration defines eo fire launching your podcast in 15 days defines free podcast course.com ignite
0: don't waste another minute of your time searching for website resources. HostGator offers site hosting and design and marketing services. Visit HostGator.com slash fire in the number 30 for a 30% discount today. Looking for a software developer that can take your project to the next level? TopTal connects you with the best developers all over the world. Sign up through TopTal.com slash fire and take your project to the next level today. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. Jolly Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Darren LaCroix. Darren, are you prepared to ignite?
1: I am. It's a perfect day for ignition.
0: (laughs) 2001, Darren, the world champion of public speaking, outspoke 25,000 contestants from 14 countries to win that title. That was just a benchmark. Since that victory, he's traveled the world, demystifying the process of creating a powerful speech. Darren, say what's up to Fire Nation and what's going on in your world right now?
1: Wow. Well, as the world is changing, so is business. As you know, I love the idea of what you're doing and how you're helping people. Cool. Entrepreneurs need help. We are sick people. We uh, run our businesses and sometimes our our businesses run us. So I think because everything's changing and the speed of change is happening faster, we need programs just like this to uh, keep us on track and see what successful people are doing in all areas so we can know the tips and uh, what matters and where not to waste our time. Because as we all know, time is our most valuable asset and it's what we do with it and the tools we choose that determine whether we'll be successful or not.
0: Well, Darren, I'm going to figure out right now how you use your time because I'm going to do what's called the one minute mindsets where I'm going to share or I'm going to have you share five insights from within you of what your days look like, of of what your strengths, weaknesses, habits, all these things are. So take about a minute ish each to answer these questions. Number one being ideally, what do the first 80 minutes of your day look like?
1: Uh, my first minutes of my day, and I, I hope this is okay to say, but do a little bit of meditation, little reading from the Bible, oh, yeah. whatever I do to get myself on track. I don't push my beliefs on other people, but answering the question openly and honestly, you know, I spend some time. I think it sets the tone for the day, and uh, we'll find out, as Zig Ziglar says, what the other half is doing when we fi- listen to the news. <laughs> so it's good to know with, uh, what he says is what both both sides are doing. But I think it's a good, uh, helpful. And then I also take a walk first thing before I even eat breakfast or anything like that, just to kind of take in the good breath of air and then come back and start hitting it. I start jumping on, uh, emails. And one of the things that I think is insightful that is found helpful for professional speakers. And I know you have a wide range of entrepreneurs, but for me as a professional speaker, I had to get really clear. Whenever I bring someone new in to work with me, I sit them down and I say, okay, here's my best use of time. Number one is me on stage speaking anywhere and everywhere I can. Number two, creating content, free content, whether it's video for YouTube or articles. As an expert, this is how I'm perceived in the marketplace. And number three, creating products. So creating products and ways that I can help educate people because I train other speakers how to be better speakers on the business side and the skill side. So I need to be creating programs that are constantly better and multiplying my time. And then so I tell my office manager, I said, those are my three best uses of time. Your job is to keep me doing those three things.
0: I love how dialed in you are on your three things. And Fire Nation, if you're like me right now, you're like, whoa, what are my three things? So get dialed in, really figure it out because time is your most precious resource and you want to be using it wisely at all times. And Darren, you and I are one and the same, my friend, the first thing I do before anything you know, after I kind of get my head straight is take that walk, get it, get that breath of fresh air, get that blood flowing critical. I've been loving it now for about three months. And Darren, uh, you have a lot of strengths and we're going to get to one of them in a second, but what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur?
1: I guess allowing myself to get distracted and delegation. I'm not, I want to do everything myself, which is one of, uh, I think an entrepreneurial's Entrepreneur's big uh, challenge is what do we delegate? What do we do ourselves? So I think my biggest challenge is trying not to do everything and paying the pros to do what they can do better than I in less time and really use that. Use delegation and my time better because I still, even though I'm clear on my three goals uh, and my three priorities, I still get caught up in doing my accounting and doing emails. And um, so what I'm doing this year, my big change is I'm restructuring from uh, product-based business CDs and DVDs to an online university. And eventually it's going to really pay off. But it's been a year where uh, I took less business sales. My business was about half this year because I'm completely rebranding and restructuring my whole business to, you know, stay current and reinvent myself. So I got to stop beating myself up (laughs) that, you know, hey, my sales are down. Yeah. But guess what? A year from now, two years from now, it's going to pay tenfold?
0: Oh, big time. I honestly, to be, you know, I'm 35 years old. I don't even know what I would do if somebody handed me a DVD. I have just, (laughs) I have nothing to do with it. I just can't. I'd be like, okay, let's go play Frisbee. But no, weapons (laughs) of mass distraction, Darren. They're everywhere. They're just, they're everywhere for us. And if we let ourselves go down those holes, we may never get back out. And then we all have, especially as entrepreneurs, a Superman complex where we're like, I can do everything better than anybody can do anything when it comes to my stuff. And when we say, you know what, I'm going to take somebody on, train them the best to my abilities and take that off my plate so I can leverage and scale my time and my strengths. That's where the real success lies. And Darren, share your biggest strength.
1: My biggest strength is I try to be like a pit bull that when I am adamant about something, I stick to it. I hold my hold my place. I find the people who help me. Uh, I don't let anybody talk me out of it, which could also be a weakness sometimes. But once I'm very clear, and this is what I have to do. So for one thing, uh, where that showed up last year was when I was doing a European tour, speaking tour with one of my speaker buddies, Ed Tate. And we were teaching uh, public speaking throughout Europe, all different 12 different cities. And it was really cool. But he had a digital product and I really didn't have a digital product and I'm having my assistant ship CDs and DVDs from the US to anybody who wanted them and purchased them. But I realized, oh my gosh, my, my assistant. I just bought her a brand new MacBook Air and she doesn't have a slot drive. My girlfriend, she has a PC. She doesn't have a slot drive. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm in trouble. So (laughs) once I real, once I had that revelation, I was like, that's it. I don't care what happens. You know, CDs and DVDs. Uh, I might keep some around for my old school customers, but I have got to rebuild my business. And so once I made that decision, that's why I, you know, I tend to still beat myself up once in a while, but I got to go back to, no, 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 this is good. And then uh, my girlfriend is a branding expert and she looked at my materials and she's like, you've, you've got no brand here. There's no consistency with any of your programs. So retooling my business and realizing this is something I have to embrace. So once I do, that's it, get out of my way. I don't care who you are. Um, I'm going to get it done.
0: Yeah. And as we talked about, Darren, at the beginning of this call, you're like, wow, I love your Skype image. there. It's a picture of me on fire. And you know, that's my branding, like everything you see of entrepreneur on fire is a flame or is igniting or something along those lines. So that brand consistency, Fire Nation, even you Fire Nation, I call you Fire Nation. I mean, it's consistent across the board. So Darren, you're moving in the right direction, my friends. And Let's be honest, meditation, prayer, your morning walks, you have some amazing habits. But what's a habit that you wish you had?
1: One of my friends here in town who's an author, he, had, he came up with this. Uh, he's also a pastor, but he's a brilliant writer. And he said this term once. He said, are you trying or are you training? Ooh. Which sounds what, you know, trying is like I could try and run a marathon tomorrow. But even if you gave me a million dollars, it wouldn't happen. You know, (laughs) I'm not in that good a shape where I could run that far. But if I set a goal a year from now and trained to, you know, and what he defines it as training is doing something today so that tomorrow you can do what you can't do today. To directly answer your question, I need to be better at training myself uh, or create the habit of training myself to be better at internet marketing. Like it's changed so much than, you know, two, three years ago, I invested five, $10,000 to learn from experts, but so much has changed and I'm still doing things the old way. So I need to get the new habit back of retraining and becoming a sponge again to how internet marketing works this year.
0: Definitely a theme, Darren is being developed with um, with what's going on in this interview. I think it's you know going to be very helpful for Fire Nation to see how you're evolving as an entrepreneur, going from one generation to you know the next generation and continue to evolve as a business man and or woman if you're listening. And and that is is huge. We always need to be evolving, eyes wide open.
1: One of my catchphrases is resolve to evolve.
0: Resolve to evolve. Fire Nation, are you resolved to evolve? <laughs> so Darren, we talk on Entrepreneur on Fire about your journey as an entrepreneur. And You've had some great times, but you've had some tough times too. So what I want you to do is tell us the story of what <laughs> you consider your worst entrepreneurial moments and really take us there.
1: <laughs> well, that's, thank you. That's a phenomenal question. And oh, that cool. comes to mind easily. Uh, and I think we got to remember as entrepreneurs, hey, we got to have some humble pie and go back and talk to our mentors when things aren't working.
0: Let me but, some humble pie. Let me be honest. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so three years ago, two or three years ago, I, I came to a point where I was just losing money every month and I started hiring a couple more people to delegate. But I wasn't great as a manager and I was just so excited to delegate, but I wasn't keeping track of what they were doing and was it paying off. So I kind of had blinders on and uh, even though my business was going and money was coming in, more was going out every month and I really dug myself into a hole. And Jim Cathcart, who is a legend in the speaking industry, you know, I I would like, I just called people up. I said, Hey, you know, I, I need, I need some help here. I am I'm running out of money and I don't know how I'm going to pay my mortgage next month. And So he asked me some questions, and the question that kind of went right in my face, he said, "Well, you know, tell me how much you're bringing in a month, you know, in your business." And I said, "Well, you know, between thirty and forty thousand a month." And he said, "You know, Darren, some people could live on that."
0: Whoa! It was,
1: and it was like a slap across the face. You know, here I was wanting more income when my problem was I wasn't managing my outflow. So uh, at that time, I had an office manager who was very loyal and very hard worker, and I said, okay, look, my business is out of money. I'm going to pay you personally out of my personal cash if I have to keep you around for a couple months, but I had to let go of my two other employees you know, I have a small business. I only had a few employees, but I had to let go of the other two. And, you know, and they were like, well, what could I do? And you could owe me the money. I said, no, I'm not owing anybody any money. And thank you. You've done great, but I got nothing. So it helped me to get rid of them because I had no choice. And it just forced me to uh, take a hard look at my own business and, and my profitability. And the fact is I was, I learned to delegate, but I didn't learn to delegate properly. So, I took a Dave Ramsey course, as you may know of him, financial guru, and I started taking a hard look at everything I was doing, and uh, thank God for that course, and um, it's amazing how humility will get you to take a look at what you're doing right and wrong.
0: It's never easy, Fire Nation, to let go of those people who are working for your company because they put their trust, their faith in you as their employer, as somebody who's putting bread on their table and to have to look them in the eye and say, you know, this just isn't working for X, Y, and Z. It's not easy, but that's what we as entrepreneurs need to learn how to do is make the tough decisions because you still owe those other couple employees that you are able to keep on you owe them as well instead of taking the whole ship down at once. And so really critical to realize that the tough, tough decisions have to be made. And the earlier you can rip that Band-Aid off, often it's the better. And Darren, we'd like to tell a second story. This is going to be a little easier and it may be more fun for you to tell (laughs) your aha moment, a light bulb that went on at some point in your journey. I mean, you've had a lot, my friends, but which one moment specifically do you think is going to resonate with our listeners, Fire Nation?
1: Yeah, one specifically comes to mind, which literally launched my career and going back to the good habit and bad habit, it was my good habit is that I put blinders on and I don't look either way. And my bad habit is I put blinders on and I don't look other, <laughs> any other way. But for me, the story you're asking about is really what started it all, that I was an entrepreneur right out of college. I owned a Subway franchise, a Subway sandwich shop, and they opened another Subway franchise right down the road from me. And I was mortified and it it. You know, even though I had paid a lawyer to look at the contract and the lawyer told me, look, they can op- open a subway right down the road if they want. And I thought, well, they wouldn't do that to me. I'm a nice guy. Aww. And then they thought, you know, understandably so by their numbers that there was a McDonald's in- near mine and there was a McDonald's near where they were open the new one. And and so understandably so, if it could support two McDonald's, it could support two subways. Well, it didn't. You know, they got a percentage and and I don't fault subway for this. This is my own challenge. Uh, there was supposed to be the location that I chose. Uh, I chose it and it was supposed to be a traffic light put in because it was so much traffic, but it was hard and challenging to get in and out. So if the traffic light went in, boom, I would have an amazing business. It never went in, but that was my fault because I was Joe optimistic. Well, when they, when I was mad at everybody And when I had, I had, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Jim Rohn, but Jim Rohn has a a great story that he went to his mentor. His mentor had asked him to write out a list of all the reasons he wasn't successful. And he wrote out this long list. His mentor looked at it and he said, one problem, Jim, your name ain't on it. (laughs) And I, you know, and that was a big aha for me. I realized I chose the franchise. I chose the location. I chose how I run the business. And the bottom line is it was a big aha that I think the biggest thing and the, one of the biggest challenges today with the youth and younger people is that sense of entitlement as opposed to responsibility. And my biggest aha and what got my business, you know, what made me an entrepreneur is being 100% responsible for my actions, my choices, and the good things and the bad things. And because of that low point in my life, so I had the aha and this is kind of attached to it is that I was listening to a motivational tape of Brian Tracy, and he said, what would you dare to dream if you knew you wouldn't fail? And in my head popped, I'd be a comedian. How cool would that be? (laughs) But then a little doubting voice said, but that's not you, Darren. You're not funny. But that wasn't the question. (laughs) The question was, what would you dare to dream if you knew you wouldn't fail? So I thought, you know what, I was at such a low point in my life at Subway. You know, I was living at home with my parents. I was out of business school. I thought I knew everything, and and I said, you know what, I, I'm at such a low point, I have nothing to lose. So I made it a pact with myself that I'm going to try this once. It may not work, but I don't want to live with the regret of wondering what if. So I, the good thing that I did is I went to, um, I had never been to a stand-up comedy show live, so I went to a show, I watched a show, and I asked one of the comedians, I said, hey, I want to do this, what do I need to do? And he asked me a question, he said, are you funny? I said, no. And he said, Good. I'm like, good? What do you mean good? He said, Darren, nobody's funny at the beginning. Being funny with your friends and being funny in front of a group of strangers is a different skill set, but that one can be learned. And he had my attention. He said two things. Number one, you need to go get the book. And as entrepreneurs, whatever challenge we're having, we need to remember somebody overcame this challenge. We need to become a sponge and go get the book. So I got the book. And then he said, number two, go to open mic nights, watch other people who are just starting out. So I did that, and, and I watched people, and I'm like, these people are horrible, and it inspired me. I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> so I I studied for two months. I went over the the uh, the book. I read the book. I did the exercises, and then 1992, stitches, Boston, Mass. I went up for my very first open mic night, and oh, it nervous. was. Horrible. I was so nervous. In fact, I show a video clip of it in my keynote speeches to this day. Oh, I have to see it. To show people how bad it is. And there was one moment I was shaking so bad, and I, I was telling this joke about Dr. Robert Goddard, who had launched the first liquid fuel rocket in history in my hometown. And I was making light of his first rocket launch, and his rocket went off. And I said it went vertically, but I was so nervous that my body language. I crossed my hand from my left to the right, making a horizontal motion. And I said vertically, I did horizontal with my hand and I just looked down in disgust. And I just said, ah, shoot. And all of a sudden everybody laughed. (laughs) And I looked around, I'm like, what happened? What did I say? Because obviously that wasn't my intention. It wasn't in my little routine in my script. And I realized that for one brief moment, I became myself on stage. I just became real and people connected with that. So as I walked off stage, this man put his arm around my shoulder. He said, don't worry, man, it's just your first time. And I'm thinking, don't worry, it's just my first time. Did you see what I did? I got a laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Chuckle. And that's all I needed. And here's what I did, which was the aha. Looking back now is I focused on that one thing that worked, I got rid of everything else that didn't work. And I figured, made it a passion to duplicate what did work. And it took me years to even understand why they laughed. But I took every class that I could. I got every mentor that would give me any time, any insights. And I just became a sponge. And I never looked back. And stand-up comedy led me to speaking. And now I thank God every day for what I get to do for a living.
0: So Fire Nation, there's a lot of knowledge bombs that were dropped throughout his aha moments. And one I do want to jump back to, because you said it really near the beginning, but it really jumped out at me and something that I do want to stress upon Fire Nation is entitlement versus responsibility. And it is such a problem we have in this world right now. So many people, they feel entitled for handouts, they feel entitled that they should get a leg up for some reason. Well, Fire Nation, it's time for you listening, if you haven't already. And and in a lot of ways you have, because just pressing the play button on this episode, you are taking responsibility. You're not pressing play on the Snooky podcast. You're pressing play on Entrepreneur on Fire. (laughs) Keep it up. Keep taking responsibility for your life like Darren has, like I have, like so many other successful entrepreneurs have. And, And like many Fire Nation has. So incredible stuff. And Darren, I'm not gonna let you go anywhere quite yet because we are about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. As entrepreneurs, we know firsthand how tough it can be to handle everything on our own. That's why it's important to utilize the online resources that can connect us with professionals that we need to get the job done. Whether it's a website, a new app for your business, or developing cutting-edge software, TopTal will help you or your team get it done. TopTal offers an entire network of 1,000 developers who are in the top 3%. Everyone in the TopTal network has been rigorously tested by other established developers so you can rest assured that you'll be connected with a pro. You'll be using the same resource that Airbnb and Zendesk use to help get their projects done and ready to launch on time. TopTal is so confident that they even offer a guarantee for every new hire. If you're not 100% satisfied after up to two weeks of working with a TopTal developer, it's free. What are you waiting for? Sign up through TopTal.com fire and take your project to the next level today. Building your website can be tough work, but this is your home base and therefore it's incredibly important. There are a lot of moving pieces and with website hosting, support, design, and marketing all being equally important parts of the equation, finding the right resources not only time intensive, but it can become quite frustrating to find what you're looking for. Good news. You don't have to spend hours of your own time searching 10 different places for answers to these questions and resources that can help. Because when you host with HostGator, they offer all of this in one place. Everything from 24-7 live support to one-click WordPress installs, an easy-to-use website builder or design professional you can hire to do the work for you, plus marketing services to help with SEO and PPC. Yes, all in one place. Visit HostGator.com slash fire30 for a 30% discount today. That's HostGator.com slash fire in the number 30. Darren, welcome to The Lightning Round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds fun. Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Uh, Self-confidence, belief in myself, and unworthiness.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: The student is more important than the mentor.
0: Whoa, expound upon that really quick.
1: Real quick, if you think of what's more important, the mentor, the student, the student, if they find a horrible mentor, needs to take responsibility to find a better mentor if that one doesn't work or isn't really leading them in the right direction. So it is us as the true student that is the important aspect.
0: Back to the responsibility. I love that. What's a personal habit you do have, Darren, that you believe contributes to your success?
1: Taking a time for appreciating every time I get to be on stage. Mm. and honoring my audience every time.
0: Just that deep breath, taking it in, looking around, excited, and then ignited. So what? what's an internet resource, Darren, like Evernote, that you would recommend to our listeners?
1: I'm a fan of rhymer.com r-h-y-m-e-r.com free website when you're coming up with catchphrases for marketing it's a way to use words to come up with foundational phrases such as resolve to evolve you know we need these little sound bites to make us memorable and to help us market our business so rhymer.com is something I highly recommend and it's free cool If you could recommend one book for
0: our listeners, what would it be and why?
1: I would say Made to Stick uh, by Chip and Dan Heath. Love that book. It's about telling your message and create, it takes. Uh, urban legends and talks, dissects them as to why they become urban legends because the story is so sticky. So as p- entrepreneurs, we need, whether you're a professional speaker or just have a marketing, your business, we need to figure out our message and our story behind our business.
0: Well, fire nation. I know you love audio. So I teamed up with audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book full free at eofirebook.com. Darren, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: I would look at the new world and figure out how to help people. In this world, because I think a uh, entrepreneur is someone who helps someone and then the side effect is the profit. Um, you know, and I derived that from T. Harvecker who said an entrepreneur is a person who solves problems for people at a profit. So knowing I'm, I'm an entrepreneur at heart and my, you know, my faith, the more I can help people, the more my value would go up in the new world, uh, whether there's money or not money, Uh, I think my heart is to try and help people first and the money is the side effect.
0: Darren, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you. Then we'll say goodbye.
1: Be an intentional sponge. Don't just be a sponge. We're all sponges, but the people you spend the time with, they affect you. Jim Rohn said we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. Take a look at your five. But who are you sponging? If you've got the TV going on in the background, stop. Get some more educational. Get some inspiration. Do something. Be aware of your time. So be an intentional sponge. And that's the only way you can be a successful entrepreneur. And if people want to connect with me, I have my online university that I'm still building, but it's up and it's going called Stage Time University to help experts in the business of speaking as well as the skill of speaking to connect with their audience. So StageTimeUniversity.com.
0: Well, Darren, you upstaged me as I always end with my Jim Rohn quotes. Because Fire Nation, you know that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Darren LaCroix and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to EO Fire. Dot com Just type in Darren with an E in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've been talking about. Rhymer, Made to Stick, Stage Time University, you name it, it'll be there. And Darren, thank you, my friends, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thanks for having me. And remember, you reap what you soak. Be a sponge.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.